0: are you all doing? We are back at it again. We had another episode of Cell Speaks, and I am so glad for you guys continuously rocking with me. It truly, truly brings me a pleasure to keep doing this, you know, keep impacting the people that I've had the, the honor of being able to impact. And so, um, you know, I thought we just got right into it. Uh, the other day I was having some good conversations with, um, a family member of mine and, uh, kind of started talking about the stimulus and the things around you and how, you know, sometimes you really have to be intentional about the things around you. And it was interesting because I've already done an episode on environment, but that episode was kind of focused mainly on people, like the people around you and how the people around you matter and, you know, be intentional about the people that you keep around you, people, people, people. So it was mainly just geared around people. And this time I thought, you know what? I think this episode deserves to be a part two. So the first one was environment, focusing mainly on people. And this time, this episode is going to be a little different. I mean, we may touch on the people aspect, but this episode is just basically environment part two. And, um, you know, just before we get into it, doing a little housework again, I'm going to say what up to everybody. If you haven't already, please, you know what I mean, share this with a couple of your friends. Uh, hit the subscribe button. We'd love to have you as a consistent follower and being able to keep up. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram. Uh, I have two that I mainly use, cells S-E-L-Z-J-P, and sells, speaks S-E-L-Z-Speaks. Both on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook, Assel Jean-Pierre Jr. Uh, that's my personal page, Assel Jean-Pierre Jr., the artist. That's my artist page. Let's connect. Let's talk. You know what I mean? Send me your thoughts, your ideas. Reach out. I mean, don't be afraid. But, um, yeah, getting into it, Um, you know, there's a lot of times that there are things that we want to accomplish, things that we want to do, and sometimes we we believe in making our job so much harder, and I say so much harder because... um you want to, you know, move forward in whatever goal that you have, but you're surrounded by stimulus and things that don't necessarily encourage, promote, or push that goal. And when I say stimulus, I mean something that acts upon you that encourages or makes it easier to move forward that goal. So for example, um, a stimulus could be, uh, somebody, you know, if you're in about to engage into a fight, a stimulus into fighting is someone disrespecting you, hitting you, talking, and calling you out in your name. That would be a stimulus. Um, you know, when you want to get intimate with your partner and you start playing certain music, you are stimulating the environment to engage in whatever action it is that, you know, is upon your heart. And so what you can use to advantage is creating and surrounding yourself with stimuluses that make whatever it is that you're trying to do easier, right? Because a lot of things that happen to people is we kind of struggle doing the things that we know we need to do or doing the things that we want to do. You know, you want to read, but, you know, you say you're going to read, you say you're going to read this book, but it's it's a struggle, it's a a fight. You say that you're going to work out, but you don't. You say you're going to wake up at a certain time, but you don't. And we as human beings sometimes give our willpower too much credit. We believe that, ah, you know, I'll be able to this, and I'll be able to that, and I just gotta, and we just give it too much credit, and unfortunately we get upset when we continue to fall short of whatever our goals, and our, and and the things that we want to desire, and we continue to fall short again and again, and sometimes the problem is simply, right, just modifying your environment, so One thing I used to hear often um, when it came to waking up early, they were saying, if you struggle to wake up, um, because every time your alarm clock rings, you just hit the button or you hit the snooze button, or you turn it off and just go right back to bed, one thing they said was, putting your alarm clock in your bathroom, so it in a sense forces you to get up, go to that alarm clock, turn it off in the bathroom, and In that moment, you're literally right there. So it's like, you know, chances are you may most likely just brush your teeth and now you're awake. You know, you got water in your face, you started your process and now you're awake. And it's at least better than you're in bed, you reach out your hand, your alarm clock is within arm's length. Boom, you tap it, done. You know what I mean? And that's what we talk about when I say modifying your environment. Because in one situation, it is accounting for what you usually do to set yourself back, which is I hit my alarm clock in bed, shut it off, still stay in bed, still comfortable, go to sleep. So instead of giving you that option, it puts you in a position where you have to work to actually go and turn off the alarm clock. You put the alarm clock in your bathroom. Now when it rings, you have to get up, go to your bathroom, turn off the alarm clock, and now you're already in the bathroom. So you can wash your face, brush your teeth, and now it helps, you know, with you being up, you know what I mean, Um, and that's just one example, you know what I mean, we can continue to go to others, it's, it's for the reason why sometimes, instead of um, working at home, some people work out at the gym, right, because when you're at home, sometimes there's distractions, family, kids, you know, you're just comfortable, you're by yourself, so where you would kind of get that good workout or that good grinding, sometimes when you're at home, you might not do it because it's just you at home. If you want to quit, nobody seeing you quit. If you just want to lay on the floor and go to sleep, you know, you can do that. So the environment, and it's not everybody's home gym, but it could be, you know, whoever to whomever it applies, the environment in itself is not conducive to bring the best out of you. So there's two things that you can do in that type of situation. You can either one upgrade your environment or you can change and go to a different spot. You can change your environment. Right. And so this is what I was saying is the difference. Cause the first one we we're talking about the people around you this time, we're actually talking about the things, the location. And that's why people go to the gym because you're going into a place. You're going to be less distracted. There is literally nothing there, but gym equipment. It's like, you don't go to a gym to go do, you know, schoolwork. You go to a gym to work out. And that's why some that's why it helps even more because when you're at home, you know what I mean? Someone can call you and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I need you to take care of this email and write out this paper and edit this and that. But if you're at the gym, it's easy to say, hey, I'm at the gym right now, you know what I mean? Let me get back to you when I get home. However, when you're not at the gym and you're at home, you may be tempted to say, all right, I can take care of it real quick. Real quick, turns to much longer than you thought. And where you had this wonderful plan about how you're gonna work out at the house and, and, and do all this stuff, because of the distractions, because of the things pulling at you left and right, you end up not doing it. As opposed to if you just actually went to the actual building, no distractions, nothing bothering you. You know why you're there, you're locked in, you're doing what you have to do, and it becomes easier. And see, That's, that's, that's really been my motto as of late, like, and it's been pushing really hard. And that is to work smart, not hard. I am not interested in working super, super hard. At least I'm not interested in doing that first. Okay. If anything, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work smart first, and then I will work hard at working smart. I'll do that. But to sit there and just labor and and work and work and work and work and and try to feel good because I've been active. No, because you can be as active as you want. But if you're not actually accomplishing anything, then what is the purpose? What is the goal? Mm -mm. We work smart. So it's like instead of putting myself in a situation where I have to muster up all of the energy and all of the force and all of the fire within my body and within my mind and and draw upon so much willpower just to get a few things done, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm home, but I have to like, you know, me personally, so like I'm working out, but I have to ignore, you know, my son calling out to me and, you know, may, knowing that maybe I should help my wife because, you know, she's whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? I could just say, yo, let me just go to the actual gym, where there is no distracting stimuli, where there is nothing pulling from me, it's just me, the machines, other people there, and then you get it in, and the good thing about that too is, you know I mean, when you're at home, it's like, that is an environment that you're comfortable with, it's very rare that you have any new stimuli, meaning new motivations, new inspirations, new source of Growth or et cetera, et cetera. It's just your house, your home, et cetera, you know, yada yada. But when you go to the gym, and I'm going to kind of use the example of working out, when you go to the gym, right, you find people who are like minded, people who are also trying to work out. And what that does is, again, makes your life easier because as they see that you're consistent, you meet and make connections, you build friendships. And all of a sudden, you know, I mean, what was taking a lot longer or what was a lot harder to achieve you know i mean working out becomes easier because now you're in the right environment for it and then as we talked about in environment part one okay the right people are coming around you right It, it it makes sense again going back to you know where you are when we look at the scandal that was going on with these colleges and how they were, how the parents were literally paying millions and millions of dollars to have their kids go to these schools. But I understand it because they are, I get it. And, I understand, and it took me a second. It, it really hit home when the scandal happened. Because I was like, wait, what is it that they have or that they know that they are absolutely determined? And willing to spend all this money to make sure that their kids go to these places. And I was like, ah, it's the connections. It's the people that go there. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's in, it's the environment. The environment itself is that valuable. Because it probably opens up doors that they would never have thought open. It probably does things that they never thought would have been able to happen. It's like, there's a reason why there's a difference between Yale and UCF. Why there's a difference between Duke and all these other schools. It comes with doors. It comes with perks, options. And when you start to understand these things, then now you understand why people start to, you know, do everything in their power to be in these environments, to be in these places, to be in these rooms, to be on these tables, try to be in these conversations, right? It makes me think about, um, you know, when I was younger, I had an opportunity to go to, uh, Berkeley in Boston, the music school. And, um, you know, I went audition, I think they gave me like a partial scholarship or something like that. But, um, ultimately I just felt like, man, I'm by the time I would graduate, I'd be more than a hundred thousand dollars in debt, like for school. And that just wasn't something I was interested in. I just didn't, you know, see the point, but that's because of what I knew then. Knowing what I know now, I would gladly go into 100,000 of death for going to that school for mainly two reasons. Or maybe multiple than two reasons, but one of them being the exposure. Like the people I would have been around. You know, no disrespect to UCF, but the people that I would have been around in Berkeley musically? Who you talking about beasts and future beasts? You know what I mean? You you're talking about a school that has had people like Michelle Camilo... Um, Jesus Molina, you know, I mean, for anybody who's familiar with musicians, these are, you know, one is much older and very, very high level. The other one is, the up, up and young comer, you know, taking the music scene, scene, taking the music scene by storm. But just the exposure of being around these people, and when you're around these people, you be able, you be able to have conversation, you learn things, you build relationships. And that's the other dope part about it. It's like, you can sit there and look at the $100,000 for the schooling and the debt, but not realizing like, yo, you're possibly rubbing hands with the next big artist, future producer, you know, the next big artist, future drummer, like you're, you're building friendships with people who have not hit the peak of their careers yet. And when they do hit the peaks... When they are in certain positions, they'll remember, oh, yeah, you know, there was that pianist I used to play with at school. That's my homie. We cool. I have this opportunity. I know he could do it. He'd probably be perfect for it. Or, you know, I'm out to work on film scoring and I know, yo, he has amazing ideas. Let me call him up. You got to remember, people don't call the best person for the job. They call the person they know best for the job. I'm going to say that again. People don't call the best Person for the job. They call the person that they know best for the job. It's all about relationship. And relationship is cultivated in being in the right environments. It's also, in essence, why, you know what I mean, people really push church. And I'm not against it, you know what I mean, because when you're in church, the focus of church and the environment of church is to and should be consistently to praise and worship and show your love and adoration to God. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And so when you go there, it's different from your house, where in your house, yes, you should be consistently, you know, focusing, worshiping, and loving God. However, there may be moments, because it's your house, where you're doing different things, like, you know, listening to secular music, dancing, watching crazy movies, and all that stuff. So it it's not necessarily consistently solely a place right? Dedicated to worshiping God solely, right? When I say your house. Um, However, a church, that's usually and is what is supposed to consistently be, a place where when you are there, you know, you eliminate all distractions, work, focus, you know, stresses of life, and the majority of your time and your heart is just focused on you and God. And again, I'm going to restate that it doesn't mean that that can't happen outside of the building. It can. It can. That can be an environment that you foster in your house or, you know, that's why people even have prayer closets. When they're in their prayer closet, nothing else matters. and It's all about prayer and connecting to God. Right? But that that's what I'm saying. It's like you go to a gym to, fun, to primarily focus on working out. You go to church to primarily focus on praising God. You go to or music conservatory or music school to primarily focus on growing musically and connecting with beast musicians in their own right. So when I was thinking about this, it was like, man, you know, what other ways can we impact our environment besides just being physically there? And it's also being mindful of the content that you're taking in, right? So for those of you guys who listen to my podcast, my podcast is just really geared towards self-growth, you know what I mean? Growing, I talk about money here and there, I talk about God here and there, I talk about self-improvement, you know, more often than none, and kind of tie in the other themes within there. But if you're someone who is looking to grow in these types of areas in your life, then this podcast is something that's conducive to growing in that aspect. So this content, right, promotes and pushes the or or cultivates the mental environment that will be perfect for the level of growth that you're trying to have. So it's like if you're trying to grow a relationship, right, we'll call it the mental landscape or the mental environment. Either way, you are surrounding yourself with things that are promoting the morals, values, or goals that you're trying to accomplish. You know, if you're trying to become a better communicator, listen to things, listen to videos or podcasts that talk mainly about communication and as you continue to intake that information even if you're not necessarily um, studying the fact that you're constantly hearing it again and again and again that in itself will have a strong impact because every day you're hearing yeah to communicate you know it's better to understand Then to speak, take your time, whatever, whatever, you know, seek to be seek to understand before you seek to be understood. All of these things, if you're constantly listening to those kind of things, it will begin to have an impact on you the same way when you listen to certain types of music, that music has an impact on you, whether you acknowledge it or not. So the things that you are promoting with your environment, the things that hold prominence in your environment have a strong impact on you. So the goal is, and that's what I want you guys to take away from this podcast, is to use it in your advantage. If you are someone who, you know, you are insecure or you don't believe in yourself and, you know, you kind of have slow self-esteem. Well, that's why they write the affirmations on the walls. I am great. I am smart. I am wonderful. That's why they put these things in their mirrors. It's things to stimulate your mind, to stimulate your environment, so that your environment is constantly encouraging you to become the person that you want to be. Again, content, your social media timeline is what you're looking at every day. You know what I mean? Things that don't promote the person you actually want to be or are there things that just fuel your distractions? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you you watch a million dance videos, but are you trying to be a dancer? If you're trying to be a an architect, is your timeline filled with buildings and you know notable architects and information that will help you as an architect? These little things can make such a difference. And it's it's so funny. Like people would rather hold on to, you know, things that don't serve them and things that do nothing for them, things that just feel the distractions because it feels good and it's comfortable. And yet if you just kind of started to Set your environment and let your environment work for you. You'd be surprised of how far it could take you. And that's what I encourage you guys to do, man. Like, make your environment work for you. Make your social media timeline work for you. Make, you know, the places that you go to work for you, not against you. Let your timeline motivate you to be more disciplined, to be hungry, to have a better circle. Let, let the things that you listen to, you know, push. You into growing and being the person That you want to be And obviously like I talked about in part one Let the people that you're around Be people who are helping you grow And motivating you to be that person Because when you have those days Where you don't have any willpower Or you're tired or you're just out of it When you allow your environment To work for you oh, It makes so much It's just easier It's easier I'm, saying. I'm not saying it's perfect It's just easier And that's the goal To make our work easier Work smart not hard or work hard at working smart. If you really, you know, you know. But um, my challenge for you guys is choose one thing, one thing that you are really trying to focus on. Whether that is being a better listener, a better speaker, whether that is praying more, you know, reading your Bible more, growing closer to God. Whether it's learning business, how to start an LLC, or all that stuff, or You know, be profitable in business, whether it is becoming more disciplined, whether it is losing weight, whether it is gaining weight. And add five things in your environment that promote and push these messages. So let's say working out, right? I'll follow two people who are into fitness, who are legit, not just Instagram distractions, but two people who give quality information. I will maybe take a picture of myself and put it on the wall and put up my goal, maybe an affirmation that says I can do it. And maybe, you know what I mean, I'll try to make a plan where I know at this time on this day, I will actually physically be in the gym and try to make a friend who I know is consistently in the gym and make appointments with them because it's a lot harder to disappoint other people than it is ourselves. So if you know you're making appointments and meetups with other people, chances are it's going to make you show up. And that would be five things right there. And you'd be surprised doing those five things, even though you may not feel like it or it's a struggle to change your whole flow. You stick to that and you let your environment work for you. And you consistently do that. Three months later, you're in much better shape than you ever thought you would be. Remember, things that influence your mind, your mind influences your Thoughts or mind and thoughts is one and the same. Thoughts influence your feelings. Your feelings influence your actions. Your actions create results. Surround yourself with things that motivate and stimulate your mind into feeling the things that you want to feel that are going to make it easier to act in the way that you want to act so that you can get the results that you want. You want more money then the things that will help you make more money. Find the feelings that will help you moti- that will motivate you to do the things that you have to do to make more money. Find the mindset that will lead to the feelings that will lead you to the actions that will bring forth the results. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, what I mean, I hope it brings some value and impact to you guys. I mean, and share this, please, please share this with a couple of your friends. I really appreciate it when you do. You know, send it to your group traps and be like, hey, guys, take a listen. This is something I think we all could benefit from. And if there's any feedback that you guys have, hit me up, hit me up, hit me up. But again, love you guys. It's been a pleasure. Yet another episode of Self Speaks. Be blessed.